1: Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. Angie still has the same top pros and reviews you've counted on for more than 20 years. Only now, you'll also get access to all the tools you need to make your home a happy place. Inside, outside, big or small, Angie helps you find the right solution for whatever you need done. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, they'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with their happiness guarantee. Make your home an Angie home. Check out Angie.com today. And for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot HTM.
0: Today the the Callahan podcast, Well, the competition is heating up, uh, Deshaun Watson has pulled ahead of Andrew Cuomo. We'll give you the details of uh, the latest Victim of Deshaun Watson to come forward. She talked to Sports Illustrated, and it is, as we expected, creepy. Also, the head of the CDC is uh breaking down crying before the American public. Not exactly a reassuring presence. Dr. Fauci wants credit for the vaccine. He is never going away. I think we know that now. And uh there's a new scourge in our cities. It is attacks on Asians. We got to see a couple on video yesterday, and man, is it disturbing! What is driving it? Why is no one stepping up and stopping it? Uh, we will ask those questions. And uh, the Derek Chauvin trial begins today, and Al Sharpton's there. That ought to help. We'll get into all that and more on the Callahan podcast today, brought to you by DCU. Why do DCU members love their free checking accounts? It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balance, no strings attached. What's better is that with direct deposit to their free checking account, DCU members get, get paid up to two days early. Who doesn't love getting paid early? Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They will even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking. Insured by NCUA membership required. All right, Colleen, let's do this. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. All right, looks like we have a new public enemy number one. Uh, and unfortunately, she's uh, been bounced from the tournament, or I was going to become a a big Baylor fan. She's pissing off all the right people. What's her name, Dave? What's Coach Kim, of Baylor? Yeah. Baylor women? Kim Mulkey. Kim, Kim. Mulkey, uh, if you missed it. Kim Mulkey. Is, you know, I'm, I mean, I know these things, but most people don't pay close attention. I watched the, the women's tournament closely. It was a heartbreaking defeat to... Uh, to uh
2: Creighton, right? you watch the, the women's tournament closely, Jerry. Who
0: did, yeah. you, who did the Baylor Lady
2: Bears? Who did they lose to? uh It's a great question. I wish I wish I knew. It it anyway, a, you Coach, did you say UConn women's college basketball? Just yeah, say UConn, UConn, UConn yeah.
0: or Notre Dame. I don't know, or Stanford. I mean, anyway, Kim Mulcahy is that her name?
2: Nope, Kim Mulkey. Mulkey. Yep, <clears throat> one of the all-time one greats, greats. One of the one of the greats.
0: One of the greats. Uh, said. Uh, at the podium, and I, I was with her for about uh, about thirty seconds. She said uh, they get tested every day, twice a day, five times a day. They're constantly sticking swabs up their noses because uh, you know they're in the tournament, they're uh, get, being uh, they're around a lot of people, and they want to be careful. And she said, "Enough of these tests." And I thought she would then say, "We're we're good. We're negative. We're all negative. We're you know we haven't been." exposed to anybody else just leave us alone let us play she, instead she says we have to stop the test because we might test positive and then it'll ruin our our tournament experience if a kid tests positive we can't play that's not the rationale that's not the reasoning I was looking for coach I wanted you to say leave us alone we're good we're clean we're, we're, you know we're, we're negative you know let us play but instead she said if we're positive we don't want to, we don' We don't want you to know so we can go out and play the game.
1: You know, and I I want to say this to all of you. I don't think my words will matter, but after the games today and tomorrow, there's four teams left, I think, on the men's side and the women's side. They need to dump the COVID testing. Wouldn't it be a shame to keep COVID testing and then you've got kids that end up having test positive or something and they don't get to play in the Final Four, so... You need to just forget the, sh- the, the the COVID test and let the four teams that are playing in each final four go battle it out.
0: <laughs> uh, not exactly the uh, the argument I was looking for, Coach. You could have just stopped and said, leave us alone, let us play. If we test positive, we just want to go on and play and infect everybody. And I realized that, you know, the kids, the players – are no danger. They, you know, as we all know, it's, it's silly to uh, to worry about them. But there are, you know, coaches and administrators and officials and probably uh, other fans. I don't even know. Are there any fans? Do they have their families? Going I, I on? don't
2: believe so. We were right. They lost to UConn 69-67. Well, uh, se- wow. They what? lost
0: to UConn. How, what yeah. was it? 69-67. Six- Oh, that must have done. Uh, Gino rm. I must have been pissed. If they don't win by at least 72 points, he's pissed. Ruins his day if he doesn't get a chance to run it up and rub the other team's nose in it. Uh, but I guess Coach Kim, whatever her name is. is okay. uh, she's done, but she did... Uh, she did get uh, a few people riled up, including our friend Keith Olbermann, who I can't believe Keith. Ol- I know he does whatever this YouTube show from the, the Rubber Room at, uh, <laughs> at 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 McLean's, but um, why does Keith Olbermann? He's got a lot. Doesn't he have some Trump bashing to do, or doesn't he? Shouldn't he be ripping Marjorie Taylor Green? He actually takes time to uh, to chime in on the women's t- NCA tournament. Keith Olbermann writes. How has this idiot not been fired yet or banned by the NCAA? To hell with her. Um, <laughs> fired? Banned? She just lost, stupid. You know, to I guess he is a her.
3: To hell with her sounds to like, to like a, an, her. an implicit threat to dispatch her to hell to me. I'm not sure. I don't like that.
0: I'm not sure why Oldman gets upset. He's like me. He's in no danger. He doesn't leave his 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 cell or his, his, his padded cell, his rubber room, wherever he is, his apartment. He doesn't go... Anywhere, he doesn't talk to anyone. He just does these rants on YouTube. So he's in no danger of getting the virus or getting sick in any way. So Keith, Keith Oldman you'll be okay. But what what did we learn about Coach Kim? She's also a Trump supporter. That means yeah. today, I I, I've been, I say this all the time, but they're looking for you know, new public enemies every day since, uh, since Donald Trump left the stage and, you know, like CNN focuses solely on Tucker Carlson. That's their new target. Everything Tucker does, uh, they'll talk about, they'll rant, they'll rave, and they'll, they'll, uh, just, they'll be extremely jealous of Tucker cause he's kicking their ass, but they blame him for everything for, you know, like these white supremacists who are kicking the crap out of old Asian ladies. That's all Tucker's mm-hmm. fault. Used to be Trump's fault. Now it's Tucker's fault. Anyway, um, they well, found. Before out we move on, things- Jerry.
3: Before we move on, I want to just. I'm not moving on. Just, well, uh, so I'm going to tell first- you
0: why Coach Kim is so oh. so reviled. Go ahead. She's a Trump supporter. <laughs> she was a <laughs> Trump supporter. Well, uh, oh, so so Jamel Hill chimes in because Kim Mulkey, uh, you know, obviously said they shouldn't test, but she also supported Donald Trump. So, unsolicited and after a great performance by her team, Kim Mulkey suggested they stop testing players because this inconvenient little pandemic might interfere with the Final Four. Then again, she enthusiastically took her team to see Trump at the White House. Well, there you go. There you go. She's already yes. on the list. On the list. the from- these I am behind
3: that jerry as you know i just a couple of weeks ago bought my atlanta dream um season <laughs> tickets as soon as they had cast kelly leffler off because we're yeah. certainly not going to buy those tickets then but you know it's funny like right now we're talking we're speaking logically about kim mulkey and her saying that you know the final four is worth it it's worth it to have these people advance and not miss this opportunity and she's being pilloried there's a more than possible chance that a week or two weeks from now there will be uh protests or riots in the street featuring young people and the left will have no problem with them going out there without covid shots spreading the disease and it will not be condemned it will be encouraged as another great step forward
0: we had public health officials uh who cheered on the riots and said uh Uh, White supremacy or racism, systemic racism was a uh, public health threat. So it's okay to go out and gather in super spreader events. And then, of course, when Biden won, they they took to the streets and uh, and celebrated and no one cared. No one uh, uh, scolded them the way they do if, you know, you celebrate a Super Bowl championship. But I think we've learned at this point. I at least I hope we've learned I know lots of people don't pay close attention to this stuff like we do. I know that they sit scared in their homes. You know, we call that a culinary when you just sit frightened at home and say, please, (laughs) please, virus, don't don't get please scary, scary virus, please leave me alone. Um but I have year. I gotten
2: the, have I gotten the virus? I've had a clean bill of health this last year, so you know maybe yeah, I want maybe I won the war. Who
0: knows? Maybe you did get it. You wouldn't even know it, Colinane. you're thin, and you're
2: you know you're young. And no, oh, I, I have asthma. I'm in the danger zone. And no, you're not. They I already crossed that off the list. Asthma's oh, did? not.
0: It's not one of those comorbidities. You're fine, but you'll be fine. You'll get your your vaccine. I see a, our friend Alex Reimers tweeting about. I just signed up for the vaccine. He's freaking 28 years old. He weighs about 112 pounds. He works out. He's perfectly fine. He's not gonna even if he gets the virus. Hell, he's probably had much worse than the coronavirus. <laughs> knowing Alex, and he and he survived. He would survive this, but he's been conditioned by these ghouls, and we see it now. I honestly the dumbest prediction I I think I've ever made was that after Biden took office, you know, the virus would disappear, they would be done trying to scare us all into submission. It got worse. I mean, they 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 got off on the control, and I'm talking about everybody from from Biden and Harris to, to Fauci and Burks and and everybody in between. Wolensky, they love the control. As I tweeted the other day, the saddest day in Anthony Fauci's life and he's 80 the saddest day will be the day that the virus is officially gone from our lives and he's no longer useful even to cnn and msnbcs obviously anybody who's paying attention anybody who uh, reads up knows fauci is a flip-flop artist a con man a, a a virologist who thinks that he can tell you when your kids can have play dates or when they can go to school or when you can get together with your family or when you can go to church he's in charge of you know the virus and, and take care of the virus and he wants to be this this ultimate kind of control freak over everybody's lives and most people most reasonable people who don't live in fear are done with him just so friggin' yes. done with him i can't he, he doesn't appear on on fox news anymore uh, except maybe with chris wallace that double agent chris wallace that snake but no one else on Fox News is, is, cares what he has to say anymore. But he's still on CNN and MSNBC, of course, and they still view him like some kind of oracle. They look up to him and say, Oh, tell us what to do. Dr. Fauci, tell us how to live our lives. Please, we need you. That guy, that quack, says, first of all, in the last week, he says you can't, your, your kids, if they're going to play with other kids, have to ma- remain masked up. Now, tell me, Shattuck, you've got like 12 kids. Mm -hmm. They're all having playdates today with their friends. You don't wrap them in masks, do you?
3: No, of course not. At this point, it it is more likely that the kids would get sick and die from the flu than from coronavirus. Yes, much more likely. And don't think Fauci doesn't know that. That's going to be the next move as we move into summer is to say, (laughs) hey, with fall coming, we're going to have to have more updates on the masks, etc., and yeah no he is a pernicious guy and he's one of the reasons why they aren't not getting enough vaccines because people have, don't believe these people with with uh walensky saying yesterday that it's, she's getting recurring sense of doom and that she's afraid it's like what is she, is she talking to a shrink of the american people but they put her out there because they're just they're just you know laundering political uh messaging through her now just, I, the, the, I, I, Jerry, get
0: know, I get an impending sense of doom every time kamala harris talks I I, I say, obviously, Joe Biden is not long for the job. That cackling fool is going to be our president. The woman who was polling at zero percent before she pulled out of the primary race for the Democratic nomination. That woman is going to be our 47th president. That that laughing hyena. That makes me feel like doom is coming. But you're right. The the head of the CDC, she not only she said there was a pending doom coming, Shattuck. She got choked out. She started crying. And
3: it was totally performative. She's a
0: doctor. You imagine have an appointment with her. Yeah. And you say, How, do my scans look? How do my scans look, doctor?
3: Well, uh, uh, she starts weeping. I mean, you'd run out of there and say, I need a second opinion. A doctor. And she also said, listen, I, I'm, I'm going to get off the script right now. I don't want you to listen to me right now as the CDC director, but I want you to hear me as wife and mother oh. and oh. daughter. It's so important that we just hold on. In, I'm thinking, of course, she doesn't want us to listen to her as the CDC director because we don't believe the CDC director anymore. But there's a shot that we'll believe somebody's random wife and mother or daughter. But it was pathetic. And also, really, although, it, you know, then, then somebody in the press asked her, hey, you said impending doom. What the hell does that mean? And she wanted to say, well, it just means that there's spikes in Europe, and we just don't want it to happen here. Right. So that impending doom stuff was a script written by the administration, written by the communications uh, shop. To, to just get some to change the news cycle then Biden came out and he also said impending doom that's right so bang they've owned the news cycle and suddenly the cameras are off of the border you know and it is so I, freaking cynical
0: I used to think right there was someone smart behind the scenes and see if you can get that for us Colin and get the Walensky saying we're looking at impending doom plus we have to get Fauci taking a bow finally Fauci you know took some credit for himself <laughs> for the vaccine. This guy is yes. off the rails. He is surrounded by sycophants telling him how wonderful he is. And he's buying it, believing it. And he's taking credit for the vaccine. Again, if you want to listen to the CDC, they said kids should be back at school six months ago, but Biden is still waiting for his orders. The green light from his masters at the teachers union, still hanging in there for that. But I swear to God, the people who are in charge of the, the messaging, are morons. I used to think there had to be some diabolical force behind them. You know, uh, Barack Obama or whoever, Susan Rice, who was smart, but uh, uh, devious. I'm starting to think there's idiots, morons, who are making this call because you got the president uh, out there still holding up a mask for the 7,000th time saying, you mask up, mask up, save lives, mask. And I'm saying, everybody's already masked up who is going to mask up, right? Everybody, Mm -hmm. 97% of the people are masked up. They don't need you saying that again and again. And by the way, wash your hands and social distance. It's 2021. At what point do you just say, we understand that? It's like listening to your dentist say, brush your teeth. I understand I'm supposed to brush my teeth and wear a mask. Can we move on to something else? And he's holding it up. (laughs) Every, by the way, every time he does it, he's not wearing a mask. He's holding it in his hand, saying, well, mask up, mask up. And it flies in the face of all the evidence. He's saying, you know, Texas dropped the mask mandate. They're doing better than California. In California, they demand you wear—you know—you have to wear a mask in, in, in bed and in, in the shower. I mean, you have to mask your dog up in California. It doesn't matter. It doesn't do anything. That doesn't matter. Biden's message at one point is impending doom, and the next point is, let everyone who wants to come in the country <laughs> across our right. southern border, let <laughs> yeah. them all come in. Don't test them. If you do test them and they test positive, put them on a bus to New Jersey. I mean, which is it, impending doom or not impending doom? They need to get their messages straight, and I don't need the head of the CDC. That's supposed to be some cold-hearted, you know, smart, uh, um, uh, you know, Belichick-type, emotionless, passionless doctor not someone who gets weepy-eyed talking about the virus to the to the public. You're not supposed to scare the crap out of us, you quack.
1: It's always one of those times when I have to share the truth and I have to hope and trust you will listen. I'm going to pause here, I'm going to lose the script, and I'm going to reflect on the recurring feeling I have of impending doom. We have so much to look forward to, so much promise and potential of where we are, and so much reason for hope. But
0: right now I'm scared. <laughs> She's scared. Scared of what? You're scared of what? We've been through a a year of this. You know, 500 and whatever, 560, 70,000 people died with
2: coronavirus. Um she just, total, she just totally fucked me over. Now I'm not going to have daycare because my mom's not going to watch the kids because of this. Oh, Christ. dude, For Christ's sake. She yeah, just lunatic. Totally what an emotional, yeah. just brilliant well, public relations scheme. That they well, a couple called.
3: of things, too. Remember, she said, so I'm going off script, but she didn't. You could see her eyes reading the script afterwards. You know, the script was written by Jen Saki and, and Ron Klein and uh, Bettingfield in the White House. Uh, not only that, she says, this is one of those times where I have to tell the truth. Well, Christ, are there times when you don't have to tell the truth? I mean, Jesus. <laughs> it, it, it also, if she meant it, Jerry, then she wouldn't have two days ago tweeted out, we can and must do more to address health equity. COVID-19 is causing disproportionate harm to communities of color. Higher rates of chronic diseases oh, such correct. as stress, mental health, yada, yada. Health equity, if you want to get as many shots into arms as possible, then you don't prioritize communities that are reticent to take the shots. You find the old at-risk people and you get the shots into them. They're unserious about this.
0: Which is what, you know, um, Ron DeSantis does, which is why he's the best governor, which is why he's president-elect in my mind, because he just follows, forget the science and these quacks. He follows common sense. The people who are most vulnerable, you know, whether they're white or, or, or black, or whether they have a lot of money or don't, you protect the vulnerable. It's very, very simple, and it always has been. And you don't, you know, uh, uh, hijack uh, the, the 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 vaccine or or the testing or the vaccine, and, and and reserve it for your family like Cuomo, and let you know, right, and other people's relatives die, and 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 and. and <laughs>
3: And it's not, him reser- even, it's not even him reserving it for his brother Cuomo that I have a problem with. It's him looking at some neighborhoods in New York and saying, no, you're going to wait. Well, more right. marginalized neighborhoods, we put public health people into there and try to give it to people whether or not they want it. It's That's not how the virus works. You need to get as many people vaccinated as possible, but they're well, playing this equity game and that dilutes everything all across our government.
0: I think we know now that to play the equity game with every single thing if you need uh, a good example follow Ayanna Presley my insane congressperson nothing matters it doesn't matter the, the the issue all that matters to her is black and white she fights for black and ignores or neglects white that's all that matters every the issue it's all about race and all about equity and in the the whether the the vulnerable and she would she would rather spend vaccines on 20 year old black people than 80 year old white people that's a fact if you follow Mm -hmm. ayanna presley at all and she could never deny it we've seen her heard her she would if you gave her said here's a vaccine you pick a 20 year old white kid or ai am a 20 year old black kid or an 80 year old white lady she would give it to the black person because of equity equity and that's the way she lives her life that's the way she she legislates and it'll always be that way and it is vile I mean that that is the definition of racism virtually everything she does and says it defines racism everything's through this prism of of writing the you know past wrongs and favoring one race over the other and it's just disgusting it really is um, the the idea, that you're going to force people who don't want the vaccine to get the vaccine while ignoring some people who are waiting desperately for the vaccine is madness. And again, that's not what they do in Florida. That's what they do in these blue States where equity is everything. And I don't, I was going to get the vaccine. I was all set, but then Fauci told me, you don't, nothing changes. And I'm got to keep double masking, keep your distance, close this, close that. Don't go out. Don't go to games. Don't go to crowds. Uh, I'm like, what's the point? What's the point? I I don't need it. Keith Oldman, we don't need it. We don't go anywhere. We don't do anything. What's the point? If it doesn't change anything, you should be saying exactly the opposite. If you're Fauci, you should be exaggerating. If that's what it takes, the way life will change. If, if life, if you think life is really not going to change, you know what? You're a liar. You've lied about many things. You lied about masks. You lied about lots of things. Right. Here's what you do. Tell one of your little white lies. tell people. If you get vaccines, the sun will come out tomorrow. You'll be able to hug your kids and grandkids. You'll be able to go to a restaurant. You'll be able to go to a, a ball game. Tell them that. And if you have to, why? Go ahead. You do it all the time, but you got to give them incentive. There has to be yes. a reason that you say, stick that thing in my arm and let me get on with my life. If you say, you know, give me my shot. Okay. Th- thank you. Now put my mask back on and get back inside and, and wait until you tell me the boogeyman is gone. That's that's insane. Who, who Who's advising this old fool? I mean, who I is know. telling you?
3: It, and it's guess, interesting because it was... It, one, they'll always put it on us. They'll say there's 550,000 dead, okay? Don't you and care? It, that's, yes, don't you care? That's, that's the issue right here. There's 550,000 dead. But instead of... And these are public health officials who are telling us this. Dr. Uh, Walensky is saying... You know, I'm my sense of doom is recurring. I feel sad. I'm afraid right now. And Fauci's saying, I totally agree with what she says. And I'm saying, I totally agree with what he, she says. We're the citizens of the country who were told that we had to make sure for two weeks buckle down so that the hospitals weren't overrun. We did what we were supposed to. Stopping this disease. I don't have a lab coat. You don't have a lab coat. That's their problem. The fact that they've now made it so uh, you know knee jerk to blame. The citizens for daring to go outside. It looks like some people went outside here. Well, there's a biker rally over here. <laughs> some people were trying to do this here. Is disgusting. What a cynical thing for and government to do.
0: I'm telling you what, Shattuck, they've weaponized it too. I go out all the time without my mask because I'm not an idiot. I go outside with my dog or I run or bike and I get the looks. I get people saying things to me and I'm asked, put your mask on. And I'll be like, why? I mean, I'm outside. I'm all alone. I'm nowhere near you. The wind is blowing. I mean, this is not how it gets transmitted. Stupid. But right. they have. They're the type of people, and like like Ain and like some people in my family, who somehow they. I guess they watch MSNBC and listen to Fauci and and think that nothing has changed. That we've learned nothing. That we've learned. I mean, think of how history's going to judge this or view this. In the time, take a year ago, when we, no one really knew much, they closed the schools, they closed down everything, restaurants and businesses, and malls, and closed down everything mm-hmm. and said, stay inside. Literally, the order from the mayor in Boston and in many blue places was stay inside. Well, we know now, hell, we knew a long time ago that the virus is transmitted inside. That's you know in your home. Don't go out. Now we know more than ever that obesity is like the number one, especially among young people, the number one uh, comorbidity or whatever. The number one uh, uh, reason these people are dying young, relatively young, is if they have obesity, if they're obese. So here's an idea. Let's close the gyms. Let's cancel all sports. Let's take the rims down on basketball hoops and pour sand in, in skate parks and make people <laughs> stay inside, get fat and, and, and and get the virus at home where it is most likely transmitted. Don't go outside. Don't exercise. Uh, we're going to close, you know, all the gyms and leave McDonald's open. Right. And if you'd like, if you'd like, you can go to Walmart and, uh, <laughs> where 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 all
2: the fat people congregate. You know how day much day easier day. it is? It's, it's our mecca,
3: Jerry. It's so
2: <laughs> much easier on my side. On my side, it's so much easier just do what people tell you to do and just live your life <laughs> that way. Jerry, you would be previewing opening day today. You would have it. Yeah, mid-day. we're going to get to that. We're going to get yeah. to our opening day preview, but you know, but uh, I, but I also know, Jerry, you got the.
0: My baby would you a ticket to opening day.
2: Would you go if I gave you here's a dugout seat to you opening couldn't, day? Would you you go? couldn't pay me. Uh, I'd pr- I'd probably a thousand bucks. I'd go. Anything under a thousand bucks, I wouldn't even go. So to you there. want to be paid to go to yes. opening day? Okay. Correct. I want to be paid. So
3: since I've, I've been retired now for a week, I, I've been going <laughs> to restaurants uh, like crazy. The Rusty Can, the American Tavern are up here. There's some great ones in in Seabrook and around here. Um and i love it it's fantastic who, how who by the way who really why is it <laughs> like that tell
2: importance? me more about going to restaurant shack i want to learn more about this i I, I learned the trick now to,
0: to, to for the mask uh fanatics to leave me alone you know how if you have a drink some people will like nurse a iced coffee as they walk around town yeah because they don't want to put their mask on and if you have a drink you don't have to put your mask on i i light up a cigarette you know, I don't smoke it, but it, it, clearly I can't wear a mask if I'm smoking. So I have a cigarette in my hand. I think I get some looks when I'm running, you know, or biking, but whatever it takes. I just want people to leave me alone and let me live my life. It's an interesting cultural smoking.
3: experiment because most of the masked Nazis started off as cigarette Nazis. There's no doubt right. about that. Right. So, so, so they, great, when they see point. me
0: smoking. They're not, when they see me smoking, I get a dirty look. But then again, I don't have a mask on. I get another dirty look. They don't know what to say. It just confuses them. And before you know it, I'm past them. I'm walking or running, biking past them. So they're done. But we didn't play this yesterday. I want to play Fauci. Take the, and to me, I, I can't stand the sight of him. I can't stand the the, mm-hmm. the, the, the voice, the look, the, the, the arrogance, this narcissistic gnome is still on TV saying the same things over and over again. Guy's been wrong a thousand times. He knows less about this virus than Ron DeSantis, I'm convinced, or me. But this was this one took the cake when he, when he said the, the virus was the best move best decision he had i mean the vaccine the best decision he ever made i was like what he's actually taking credit for the vaccine now it, it, he's out of control but let's listen to the uh, let's listen to flip-flop fauci talking about the vaccine just the other day when i saw what happened in new york city
1: refrigerated trucks are now being mobilized as makeshift morgues
0: almost overrunning of our healthcare system it was like oh my goodness and that's when it became very clear that the decision we made on January the 10th to go all out and develop a vaccine. We have a number of vaccine candidates may have been the best decision that I've ever made with regard to an intervention as the director of the Institute. Oh, God.
3: <laughs> the best decision
0: I ever made. Uh, first of all, that that was mythology, the the, the trucks. With the morgue and all that, I mean, we already know that the ship. I mean, obviously, this was the, the this, that was the dirty work of uh, Andrew Cuomo, right there. When you get a bunch of dead bodies, but clearly we know it's because Andrew Cuomo put coronavirus positive mm-hmm. patients in nursing homes, killing at least fifteen thousand. Mm-hmm. But we know he wouldn't use the ship. We know we wouldn't use the Javits Center. We know they weren't overrun. It was tragic. It was awful that was more scare tactics from Fauci and friends. And now he's saying the, 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 the vaccine was the best decision he ever made. What? Yes. What is he talking about? We're talking, uh, like he, he, he's the one that lit the fire under all these, uh, private sector companies all these uh uh, pharmaceutical companies johnson johnson and uh, moderna it was fauci i mean they probably wouldn't even take his call unilaterally
3: saying i'm going to give you this much of the federal budget to spend on uh, to spend on this stuff so that you guys can have it um be shored up financially regardless of what happens it's ridiculous because at the time by the way when those you saw the picture of those uh, stretchers coming out of the car the uh, truck he was still telling us not to wear masks for weeks That's and weeks. That's right.
0: That's good. So point. for
3: weeks and weeks, people didn't wear masks, which were the most crucial linchpin. I've been told to beating the virus. Finally, wearing the masks. He told us not to. How many people got sick then when the, Mr. Unilateral just told us not to wear masks? And I, I like how they use the sound they use when they when you hear the voiceover of the newsreader, right. is is like they could use the direct sound, but they use the sound of somebody like watching a TV and he said I saw it on TV why is he learning stuff on TV doesn't this guy have the? isn't he at the pinnacle of all the health resources in this country in the world and he's getting it from CNN unless he was he probably saw it in the green room is where he saw it the, the,
2: the good thing about him saying that though is we got to see that Trump in written form, does the same thing he does in verbal form, which did you see his email statement yesterday where he said, quote, yes. in a fake interview last night on CNN, Dr. Fauci, who said he was an athlete in college and couldn't <laughs> throw a baseball even close to home plate, it was a roller, tried to take credit for the vaccine. It's You can literally like envision him on a podium saying that, and this
3: is in a written email statement. That's like and, a and, verification that it is Trump who
0: wrote it. <laughs> totally He's talking about his, fa- he, he did that last week. I don't know what interview it was with, uh, with Laura Ingram or somebody. And he said, you know, did you see him with the first pitch at the nationals game? And it was terrible. Obviously Fauci's not an athlete. He's four feet tall. He's just, he, I mean, the guy, uh, I remember Trump said, oh, he was a hell of a basketball player back in the day. Sure. He was Anyway. Even even I have to admit, that's not really relevant. I mean, who cares if he can throw a first pitch? He's just an egomaniac who can't get enough of the spotlight. He's 80. Just like Joe Biden, he's supposed to be home with his grandchildren and great-grandchildren. He's supposed to pass the baton to somebody else, but he can't do it, and he can't stand the thought of this someday ending of this virus someday going away and his usefulness to his friends at CNN and MSNBC will be over. And he hates that thought that he might actually have to go back to, uh, relative anonymity and, you know, being the highest paid member of the entire federal government and being fabulously wealthy, uh, and, and, and and you know, being have, having to go back to his life. He doesn't want did, that. He did, wants to be Ryan Seacrest. And he, he loves does. to be on TV. Yeah.
3: And just to know, just so you know, what a make believe world we're living in. The CNN promo says Fauci and the CDC, uh, the health officials finally speak out. <laughs> Fauci has not stopped speaking out. One that what they freaking. Said? Yes. Second, even when he was on Rachel Maddow and says, I happen to really like your show, Rachel. I've wanted to come on here for a while. He's like he's like uh, Charles Grodin with Letterman, like with some of these. So he's got a different rapport with everyone, even though he calls Jake Chuck half the time. Right. Watch.
0: He always calls them by their name, too, because he loves them. He, he's on the morning with John Berman, that that dour little guy that no one even knows who he is. And he'll say, oh, Jimmy, tell you, John, I want to go to John and Allison Camerot and these these nobodies in the morning on CNN. He loves, you know what he does is first thing in the morning, puts on CNN or MSNBC. And then soon as he gets to the office, probably has a big TV, boom, puts it on. And he's oh, got yeah. people saying, you know, we have a meeting with this guy and that guy. shh. shh they're gonna mention me. Shh shh, shh. Oh, hold on. Oh, Jim Acosta's gonna say my name. Hold on. You know, that, you that's you
3: <laughs> Jerry, did you see Acosta's t shirt?
0: Ja, yeah, Jim Acosta Jim Acosta <laughs> got the vaccine. A a relatively
3: uh uh healthy young man yeah. got the vaccine. Shockingly, cut- there was somebody f- f- with a camera there.
0: What does the T-shirt say? Because I couldn't read the.
3: the it says the word. in 2020 I covered a like uh, attempted coup, and then um, I covered <laughs> the for the coronavirus coming, <laughs> and then I covered this and that. And I did it was all his accomplishment. John <laughs> on his T-shirt,
0: and and now he's nobody. Now they kicked him out of the the White House briefing room, and uh, when when we would get to see what a hypocrite he is, because you'd know if he were in there, he'd be kissing Biden's <laughs> ass. And- <laughs> Kissing, oh, here it is. A racial justice protest. Oh, my God. He <laughs> so had to have this maid, this T-shirt that says all the things he's covered. I covered 1 a.m. coronavirus diagnosis and Supreme Court confirmation and election of uh, blah, blah, blah. Wow, it's I mean, it's quite it, a run-on
3: sentence. Actually, you would have thought. <laughs> I think he, tried to, he, tried to something <laughs> he covered the death of RGB. It's he like did. I think yes. I think Cronkite was on uh, Omaha Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Hold off, Jim. Right.
0: I you know, was anything there really just, commendable? Was he, you know, covering? Was he in Myanmar?
2: You know, oh, when the, they had the coup? He covered the president's 1 a.m. coronavirus diagnosis. That's. <laughs> <all right. laughs> So what? This is job. I
0: mean, can you have,
3: imagine how important they think they are? Can you uh, you imagine
0: that. How does his arms look? I've never seen anyone with arms quite as spindly as uh, Joe Biden when he got the vaccine. They look like two threads hanging off he's his. So shirt. I mean,
2: look at all those stories he covered. He's too busy to work out, Jerry. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, think... uh, but they don't want him. Uh,
0: unlike Chris Cuomo, Chris Cuomo hasn't. I'm sure he's got the vaccine. He was probably the first one in New York to get it because his brother sent some a team of doctors out to his Hamptons estate to give him the vaccine. But I'm, I'm surprised Chris Cuomo hasn't uh, tweeted out a picture, you know, with his arm flexing as he's getting the vaccine. That's coming. That's coming. But, uh, Cuomo, I'm here's my new thing. Now, every day I, I follow and you know, I love sports. I love competition and it doesn't just have to be whatever the final four or the, the masters. I like any competition. And lately, what I'm really into, maybe you guys are into it. I'm thinking of, I'm trying to get in see if I can get some bets down on it. Every day I'm uh, interested in the race between Andrew Cuomo and Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson has a comfortable lead, but don't count Andrew Cuomo out. <laughs> Andrew Cuomo, yesterday, I believe, reached nine accusers, correct? And this ninth <laughs> accuser uh, produced a picture, which is just so disgusting. He's such a pig. I mean, he's he's generally what thirty five years older than his victims. That's about average. Yeah. You know, one of his victims was twenty four, younger than his daughters. That's the way. And he, and his question well, to her was, "Do you like older men?" That's his go to line to these to these poor in women. In his
3: defense, Jerry, his lower limit is twenty two. So, oh, yeah? two years past his lower limit.
0: So he does. He's not. You know, he's not creepy like Jeffrey no. Epstein. <laughs> no. He only goes after women who are forty years younger than he is. <laughs> Uh, but the latest woman that he tried to kiss, she had a flood in her home. She was dealing with a disaster in her home. I love these. These are always real quality men. The guys who hit on the women like at yes.
3: the at the wake, it's, you know, the Kathleen uh, Willey approach, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. When Clinton hit, Clinton was there to console Kathleen Willey, who, by the way, I know this is kind of crass, but she was perhaps the the best looking victim yeah. of Bill Clinton. Would you say? Yes. In her prime, she was a Well,
3: fine, uh, Mondale's handsome. daughter.
0: Well, what about the uh, to the uh, sitcom uh, actress, Maki Post? She was Oh, was that a Clinton? Man. Of Clinton? course, yeah, of course. Really? But, you know, any, any port in a storm. But if, if, <laughs> so Kathleen <laughs> Willey was uh, grieving, and he was there to console her and to, you know, grab her ass and maybe get a little uh, you know boobage and, you know, make the moves while she was weeping because her husband killed himself. Well, this woman, the latest victim of Cuomo, was uh, dealing with a disaster. Her home was flooded, and he went to, you know, check out the scene, the disaster scene. And while he was there, you know, he hit on her and tried to tried to get busy. So that's victim number nine. But I'm starting to think that, uh, that Deshaun Watson, he's like Gino Ar- Ariema. He's running it up. I mean, you're not catching Deshaun Watson. Yesterday was the 19th. Victim to file suit, I believe. Do I have this right, Colonel? 19 19 women have filed suit, but, and I, well, I already told you about the, what was the prediction I said I got totally wrong? Oh, yeah, the virus would go away once Biden took office. And that was a dumb prediction on my part. Now I'm going to tell you about a good prediction that I got right. What did I tell you a couple of days ago? I said, here's what's, how it's going to get worse for Deshaun Watson. The women, some of the women will start telling their stories, and their stories will include lurid details. And they haven't, we haven't seen the worst of that yet, but yesterday we got a story from Judy, what's her name, Judy Ventress, Ventress, no, Rentes, Judy rentus from Sports Illustrated. She got a hold of a masseuse who did, <sighs> massage for did a massage and by the way the guy the massages are like three hours long with
2: deshaun watson well guy, he, you know, he requested a longer one and she in the middle of it yeah.
0: i never knew you could do this 90 minutes in he says i want another hour <laughs> she i guess if you're deshaun watson you could do that i would think you know that, that's asking a lot i mean anyway um her name is mary well that's not her name Mary is the person who does sits down with Sports Illustrated and tells her story and tells what a creep he is. It's not, in my mind, the most damning uh, testimonial we will get. We know the, they've alluded to other masseuses, massage therapists, who say he forced them to give him oral sex. That's when um, Roddy White, former Falcon, said, that's not possible. You can't do that. He's innocent which was bizarre. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to get to other stories, but this was the first, and I have a feeling it's going to lead to others. And she said that uh, he was inappropriate, that he insisted on not being under the sheets. So he was getting a massage on his back, naked while lying on his back. And he told her (laughs) at one point that um, if his penis was in the way it was okay for her to move it and <laughs> she thought she said that was in her mind an invitation to um,
2: uh, you, you think you think that's an invitation to to kind of send a message there i would i would say so um and she's not sure exactly what
0: happened in terms of him
2: <sighs>
0: pleasuring himself she said he began thrusting um
2: up the and air, down thrusting, thrusting the air
0: Began clenching, yeah. he, he began clenching and slowly thrusting the air. Thrusting the air, he developed an erection. She says, Other clients generally have had erections, usually when they fall asleep, dozed off, and uh, when they wake up, they're embarrassed. Um, oh, but he did it like knowingly and wanting to do it. And uh I don't have to get into all the yeah. do
2: you even need to go into I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire. We're up to past twenty women, nineteen cases. This one is actually to me, I saw this and I thought it was more damning because she's not even one of the plaintiffs. She just wants to come forward and tell the story. She, she
0: might end up being a plaintiff when she finds out that he's writing all these checks, yeah, but she says clear. in the final five to ten minutes minutes of the session, Mary says Watson began thrusting his pelvis in the air again, this time much faster. At that point, I recognized it for what it was. Mary says, (laughs) thrusting in the air, meaning, I don't know, whatever. I guess you can use your imagination. But he's a creep. I think. uh, I mean, we all kind of withheld judgment at first and said, uh, you know, maybe they're looking for money, and because they didn't go to the cops, you know, they went to the lawyer and they said, and they said they wanted the first one. Was it one or two? Who said they wanted? to be paid off and I don't blame him this guy is a creep and he definitely crossed the line and uh, he'll end up paying at some point anyway and the police aren't involved yet that's going to be a big big deal when the police are involved when one of these women says I'm ready to press charges and they start an investigation because again 20 women this is this is a, uh, a pattern and this guy is a creep who could have The most beautiful women Mm -hmm. in houston you know legally and (laughs) and appropriately but he chooses to do this he had a towel covered and he pretended it fell off and then he pretended you know that his wiener was in the way when she was doing his abductor muscles so uh he had to like grab it and play with himself and he's 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 he's, you know a a a freak and a creep and i hope um these women get justice because i mean these are these he just put them in incredibly uncomfortable positions and it wasn't enough to do it to one or two. He, he's a serial creep. This is a guy oh, who no. wanted to do it. Yeah, he but I, them I'm
3: making them uncomfortable. I'm not defending him, Jerry, but I, okay, I you do defend him. Yeah, no, that's your job. That's good luck. <laughs> good luck, I have... <laughs> I'm sure I have plenty of FU substack money to defend myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but I mean, are not a lot of massage parlors brothels? They are. I don't know. Oh, I mean, right? or, I think you so. Think... So, I, I, guess I mean, in, so... Uh,
0: in, in Atlanta, they were. Maybe that's why I flew in. One of the masseuses, he flew in from Atlanta. But I think
2: you. you I'm going to say, I'm gonna say they're, they're not at like normal business hours. Like maybe right. there's some shady business going on. I, I don't, I don't know. know that that's true. true. Any, yeah, yeah. I don't mean. He, you know, here's I, the
0: thing. Tom, here's the thing: yeah. If you're Bob Craft, you kind of know what they do at that place. There's yeah. an understanding among consenting adults. I think what what was so exciting, I think arousing for Deshaun Watson was putting these women in this uncomfortable position. Yes. It oh, the I challenge was the challenge of getting more than they were hoping to give. They were there to massage the superstar quarterback for the Texans and make good money and get a big tip and really help him with his aches and pains. And he put them in this position where he was going to push it a little too far and see how they reacted. Right. I mean, so think, for
3: him, it was win-win. Either I think, they'd be I consenting, think- and that's good, or they'd be not consenting, and that's a fetish of his
0: i think there'd be no problem if he wanted to find a woman to give him the whole deal the happy ending and everything else Mm -hmm. if you're deshaun watson you could find that woman to come to your house and do that for you or you could go to the place orchids of asia and they would do that for you and uh you know everyone would say what the hell he's a grown man and a consenting adult and so what he did the same thing bob craft did and it wouldn't be that big a deal this is putting Women, and I think that's why he kept going to other women because the ones he did it to at first, they've already seen it. They weren't going to be surprised. If they came back to do it again, they would understand that this is his thing, that he likes to, you know, pleasure himself while they're you know, working his abs or not abs working his uh, quads or whatever. And that's when he likes to do his thing. What
2: was, what was this? Mary was her, you know, alias or whatever. Uh, What was her? She said he reached back out after their first appointment. She plain and simple, just replied back to him and said, I don't do business that way. But if you want to do business in the professional way, you can come back in. He doesn't respond to her. I think he actually reached out to her again. And she said the same thing again, and he doesn't respond to her. So he's clearly – there's some kind of power manipulative play yes. where he's saying, I fucked her over once, basically. I'm going to go look into if I can do it again. And then he's even going to go back a third time potentially and try it, and she's not having it. So That's what
0: she says. She says, yeah. say, power move because he could. And that mm. that's what got him off. That's why he's a creep and a sicko. That's why it's going to get worse before it gets better, even if he pays these people off. This woman – He's not pressing charges. He's not even suing. So this is in addition to the 20 women who are filing suit. I think once he was done, I mean, he liked to manipulate them. He liked to flex his muscles and say, you know, I can control them and I can do what I want. And that's what really excited him. And this this story is not that bad. I mean, <laughs> relatively speaking, it's not you know rape or it's not You know, assault, I don't think. I mean, maybe by legal definition it could be, but I think it's going to get worse. I think some of these women who say that he touched them or tried to force them to do things are going to tell this story, much like Mary told hers, and it's going to get really bad for Deshaun Watson. Mm -hmm. And we talked about this the other day, ranking the scandals in NFL, recent NFL history, and obviously what Aaron Hernandez did was much, much worse and what, you know, whatever OJ Simpson did was much, much worse. But this guy is a superstar in his prime, 25 year old quarterback who two weeks ago was too good to trade. And now nobody would touch him. They wouldn't touch him. I mean, kind of like Mary, they would not going to touch him. Um, and, and this isn't going away. There's just too many women here for it to go away by, you know, with him writing a check, it's not going to happen. And it's going to get Danny. worse.
3: Can he do a uh, tiger like Teary performance where he goes to sex rehab? And it's a you good
2: know. question, Shattuck. Not if, not if the, the stories come out and they're way worse than what we're hearing now. You know, because the other side of this too, and from like the it, the Mary's description of it too, like she, she took her business and profession very seriously. She demeaned him so much that she questioned where she wanted to go with her career now. Like there's some ramifications and manipulation to this power play. And not to mention the fact of there's, what, what do we think? There's 24 women now as a part of this, that thing, unless he just started recently, the trend is going way upward. Like there could be hundred, a hundred, if not more, because he clearly went to a different woman every fucking day. If he could, he is a scumbag, an absolute dirtbag. I mean, he's not that old. <laughs> How many times do you need,
0: uh it just seems he's only been around for four years, but uh it looks bad and I tell you what, his defenders aren't helping. We talked about uh about Roddy White last week saying it's impossible to force a woman to give you oral sex and we asked I mean <laughs> that's so absurd. I don't know. Has he apologized, deleted the tweet or whatever? Roddy White is a fool. I mean, as I asked, what if he held a gun to her head, Roddy? What would happen then? Uh, Secondly, he has Darius Leonard come out and defend him by saying, why is everybody focusing on Deshaun Watson when Chad Wheeler beat up his wife or his girlfriend? And I had to look this up. I'm like, who the hell is Chad Wheeler? I mean, I'm I'm sorry if I haven't covered this story. I generally like to kind of expose these these scumbags who, who beat up women. Chad Wheeler's like a nobody, undrafted guy who's been cut. He was in Seattle recently. And he uh, was arrested for beating up his—is it a girlfriend or wife? I mean, badly. The guy's complete dirtbag, but he's a nobody. In fact, he's all done in the league. He's been cut. He's not going to play. Nobody knows who he is. Deshaun Watson is one of the truly one of the faces of the league. Who's going to be around for the next decade? A little different. Um, I'm sorry, Darius Leonard. A different. What do you think? It's racial. Isn't Deshaun Watson uh, Cat Wheeler white?
3: Isn't it isn't it a little unusual that somebody somebody like Deshaun Watson, who's who's liked by teammates and around the league and by the media, turns out to be such a dirtbag? Well, I yeah. guess OJ was liked by by people, although he was long past playing. But usually, I mean, these guys are dirtbags. You know, no, no. They,
0: I, I, OJ is a great example. I said that Aaron Hernandez. What did the uh, yeah. What did Ben Boland say about Aaron Hernandez said he was like a like sweet kid. It was misunderstood or something. Yeah. He could charm you too. these. A lot of times these guys can charm the hell out of you. That's, you know, part of the part of the gift. You know, they they can talk their way in and out of things. And then they turn out to be not at all what you thought, which adds to the you know, makes the story all the more you know, shocking is this guy had a thing, had a fetish. And I think everyone's going to look at him now and say, he's not what I thought he was. He is a bad guy.
2: Yep. Yeah. I mean, even, even Dabo defending him last week, but that wasn't bad because it, he, right. he, he, he played it the right way. He's been a son to me. I've never said it. The other way, but these football players who are coming to defense, you know, in that way that you just referenced is just absurd. If you want to play the innocent until proven guilty card, go to town. But the other, the other angles are just.
3: Well, I mean, as far as pure redemption goes, and, and I, and I, uh, I don't mean to insult the dead, but isn't on paper what Kobe did more egregious? Yes,
0: much more, much more egregious. I mean, until I mean, maybe we'll find out more about uh, Deshaun that he did was was worse than this. But what? Well, absolutely, what Co- Kobe De Bryant did was disgusting, and and somehow it's a great redemption story or a great mm. uh, <laughs> excuse me, a big PR story because Kobe somehow put it behind him. And became a, uh, a deity in, when he passed away. But, uh, uh, the, you know, what's the thing here is people read it and go, man, it's just weird. It's just not – he's not just looking, you know, to, to force these women to do something mm-hmm. – He's got this whole strange M.O. where he's, you know, oh, whoops, the towel fell off. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. clean,
2: he's being escorted through the back door. He's There's nothing above board about what he's doing.
0: Nothing. Uh, the the yeah. process is just of a uh, – it, it, it all adds up to a deviant. You know, he's just a yeah. deviant who gets off on this weird sense of uh, control over these, these women. And once he's done with one, he moves on to the next. It's just – and and it's like, he was least, like he
2: was like liking her inst- her personal Instagram yeah. page after he did all that tour that first session so he was going and liking her and you know so it's just this manipulation he gets a high right. off that that's just so gross and just yeah. and it's it's yeah.
3: interesting because it he spends so much time if he's spending three hours a day at least on this and he's got to be spending more time thinking about it then like Hernandez football is not his main priority it's not oh. his greatest thrill
0: no. Uh, i don't know maybe he's not he's not out doing drugs or shooting people he's just you know taking care of his body that's all you know but and while,
2: i mean you have to really don't you really have to question the team like how do how do you keep something like that hidden for that long like that there's a lot i know it seems like easy yeah i can go book an appointment massage parlor down the street but we're, we're gonna get upwards whether you like it or not we're gonna get upwards to the women let's call it how does they're that they're so screwed up the, you know what? They probably thought,
0: "Hey, he's you know he's getting a massage. He's taking care of his body. He's keeping it. He's not you know out
2: in the town all night. It's not it's not the worst." But um, he doesn't have a go-to person to do the massage. Like they they don't don't you typically with a star? you yes. to Know their go-to routines. They, yes. They had no uh oh, no idea what he was doing on a daily basis to keep his body in peak physical condition and didn't know who he's going to. That's know true. I mean, in New England, we know everything about Alex Guerrero, but that's a way different situation. I would think even on a smaller scale, you would know something about what Deshaun Watson does. I know. This, I don't think Brady lays on his back naked
0: with Alex Guerrero. I don't <laughs> no. think. I mean, I <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> or says, you know, if that's in the way, Alex, feel free to move.
2: <laughs> I, he I hope were, he were rattled when, he, when his son came up to kiss him the way. Right, he that's true. That I hope not. But
0: uh, it's true. When you have – I've had a few massages, and I get nervous. Like, I honestly think, what would happen if she asked me, you know, do you want – I go to, like, the chain masseuse massage parlors that – that uh, you don't generally associate with that kind of thing. It's not. A, in fact, I would be afraid to go to Orchids of Asia because I don't know what I'd do if they started, or if they, <laughs> they said, you know, if they started in on the th- that final process, that the craft gun. Would I just lay there and let it happen? I mean, I don't know. It's I'm only human, but I've never had that happen.
3: Well, Apparently, you did the thing along with your wife, which I I don't understand how you could do that. What you? What if you showed? You do nothing. Of- it's
0: just in the same room. You do nothing. Your eyes are closed. You're half asleep. It's a great, great experience. Have I'm not a massage,
3: massage
2: guy. I've never. I, I don't. I don't like that stuff. I don't know. I just. I didn't get my work first
0: work. one till I was after till I was 40, and I never thought I would do it, but it is a great way to treat yourself. It's awesome. How about you, I was, Chad?
3: I got at a, at a friend's uh, bachelor party 15 years ago. Oh, um, we got uh, go
2: for it. it. Go no, for it. It was. We're it was already a- there. Just go for it. <laughs>
3: no no it was she was a legitimate massage i didn't know what to do i wouldn't believe me i guarantee you that she uh quit shortly after that because i have only fat so what is like what is there to massage? To she learn. just she just pushed my fat around i felt terrible for her but the kid paid like 150 bucks per, per person yeah
0: That's- they get paid well and they earn it it is a tough way to make a living and i hate this uh, reading about watson i used to like him i used to i was a big watson guy and i've you know call i think i yeah voted for him for heisman i knew he'd be a good pro great pro and and he probably will still be a great pro but he's not the same guy not the guy we thought he was we'll see how it goes tomorrow we'll be talking about you no know, victim number 22 or 24 or 28 or 30 maybe uh, uh, colonnade's right maybe we'll get up to 100 before it's yeah. all said and done and when you reach that point I don't think he can make it go away by writing checks, (laughs) even though he makes whenever he's making 40 million a year, it's going to be tough to pay them all off and make them all go away. But anyway, a couple other things before we go here. Um, the, the, uh, uh, this is really, really disturbing. If you're on Twitter, on social media, if you're following the news closely, like we do, you're seeing these attacks on almost a daily basis. um, they're, the, the, the 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 Asians are being targeted it's quite clear i'm not quite sure where it all stems from um but to stop asian hate i saw a big protest the other day on uh, boston common and it was all stop asian hate and they the uh, there's a reason for it because somehow some way there's a group of people who decided that uh, Asians don't belong here. That's what they say. The guy, we we saw a couple of these videos last night came out. One, I was going to say one is really disturbing. They're both really disturbing. If you haven't seen them, one is a guy getting the crap kicked out of him on the subway and it's brutal. There's a bunch of people watching and a, I don't know how big the, the assailant is. He's a, a black guy in New York on the subway and just beats the crap out of this guy and keeps punching and punching. And when he's done and he's completely beat the hell out of the Asian guy, he picks him up and, and chokes him mm-hmm. to the point where the Asian guy loses consciousness. He doesn't die. Cause I swear to God, it looked like he might be dead. And I think the assailant was trying to kill him finishes up and walks off the train and people are videotaping it. Nobody stops him. I thought that was bad. Later in the night, another one comes along a 65 year old Asian woman walking by a hotel in, or a, a apartment building in New York. Their camera is showing the street. She's, she's probably, I don't even know how, five feet tall. And a guy just starts kicking the hell out of her. He doesn't even punch her.
3: No. He kicks her to the her. Down,
0: and then he stomps her four times. I counted. As a delivery guy, like a, I don't know what he is, a UPS or FedEx kind of guy. He's in the lobby of the of the apartment building. He's watching. And I counted. He watched the guy kick the lady six, uh, four times, mm-hmm. and then walk away. And she didn't die, thankfully. But he was allegedly saying, you don't belong here. Kicking this Asian woman who was heading to her church, I believe, two blocks from Times Square. And he beats the hell out of her and walks away. The um, doorman of the apartment building or hotel, whatever it is, sees it as he's walking away. And I'm saying, he's going to like yell at him or, or, you know, at least get a look at him or take a picture of him. He shuts the door. (laughs) He grabs the door, moves the door stop thing and shuts the door, literally shutting the door on this poor woman who's laying there bleeding out 10 feet away. And here's what I need to see, Shattuck. I know we're going to see more and more of these because, it's become a thing. I don't really know how it started. Um, clearly, it's white supremacists and proud boys. Right. But, but we're going to see more of this. I need to see somebody step up and at least try to stop them. I mean, they didn't even try on the subway to say, enough. You know, you got them. You got him enough. They just stood back and let this guy really try to kill the, the poor Asian guy.
3: Yeah. Well, I think that well, one of the problems is that nobody's going to take responsibility. People are told that this is still the influence of Trump when uh, many of these are happening in New York, in San Francisco, where Trump didn't have many voters. Um, and also you've removed the police. So crime is up in every right. big city. And now you have people are less likely to intervene if they don't have any faith that law enforcement's ever going to get there. You know, that guy who curb stomped the woman or stomped the woman, that's a big guy, you know, so you might yeah, we, be in there for
0: we, We saw the photo of him later. Um, If you haven't seen it, there's a, they put out that wanted, you know, that tweet of, have you seen this man? And usually if it's the FBI, it's somebody with a Trump hat who happened to be in DC on January 6th. And have you seen this person? He, he uh, participated in the insurrection this time. It's the guy who stomped the 65 year old woman. And he looked big. He looked jacked. or not jacked. He just looked big and strong and scary. I mean, the idea that he would pick out a sick, an old woman. Yes. And say I'm going to stop her because what? She doesn't belong here. What
3: is this 19 whatever 40?
0: I mean, we don't belong here.
3: Right. When well, the other why, half, why this, why some of these could just be here. mental health cases. And of course, during the lockdown, people have not been given the resources that they need because we have to lock down because Anthony Fauci likes to be on TV. You know, this AP article came out a couple of days ago saying that the, the the reporting of child abuse cases have gone down, um, have gone down significantly over the last year because schools aren't open for their for them to be reported there, which is where teachers usually see that something's wrong with a kid. So we've totally mental health wise, we've failed everybody, and just with law enforcement now, now it's, you know, stepping back, you've left the the entire neighborhoods. Uh, you know, uh, undefended. It's like the George Floyd autonomous zone and the, the, the towns, or the, the area neighborhoods around that. Crime's up like 60, 70 percent. Everywhere.
0: Everywhere. Yes. Murders, carjacking, and we talked about that yesterday, that freaking carjacking yeah. with the 13 and the 15-year-old in D.C. who carjacked Mohammed Anwar, a Pakistani immigrant who was working his ass off, by the way, delivering Uber Eats, and they carjack, they tase him. I mean, it's one thing I love this. Uh, Juan Williams said on uh, on Fox that they were just looking to go for a joy ride. They had a taser. A 13-year-old child had a taser, and, and she tased the guy, and he hung on to the side of the car, as we all know, and they drove away and flipped the car, killed him, and all they were concerned about is their cell phone. They left One of the girls left her cell phone in the car that she carjacked, and the National Guard, we finally found out why they are in D.C., They've been there, you know, and we've been asking why are they there? They're there to help 13- and 15-year-old girls with their carjack, help them escape after they carjack because they helped them out of the car and helped them get, get away. They got caught. But that is a really disturbing crime. I'm not sure where I'd, racked, I'd rank these, but thank God for cell phones because how many of these attacks on Asians are mm-hmm. happening off camera? We've seen a whole right. bunch on camera. How many are happening off camera? I mean, are any of these assailants, you know, smart enough to do it somewhere where it's not going to be recorded on camera? Because right. I need to see I need to see one of these videos where somebody, somebody steps up and says, stop. Or maybe even better, somebody steps up and you know clubs the assailant over the head. Uh, or you know, just stops him. It's so disturbing. It's sick. Well, it and I, it, it's it all depends because- on who
3: clubs the assailant over the head, Jerry, because oh, the story will be that assault, depending on who does Good it. Good
0: point. That's probably probably right. They don't want to be uh, accused of whatever, racist, you know, whatever. We all know it's all because China, because Trump said China virus. Chin- Trump says China virus.
3: Right. And just like out. with the George Floyd thing, where we've built this whole, we've made this the central event for a racial reckoning, the George Floyd murder, which is not the ideal event to use for that because there are a lot of factors involved. But we've built this entire new construct on top of it this racial you know rethinking whatever and now using the 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 massacre in atlanta as an asian massacre when two of the eight people were not asians and it seems like there's no evidence showing that this kid had it out for asians he was killing people who I think he believed we're sex workers. Is what we're thinking, right? Right. Um, And so, so we've misdiagnosed that thing, and we're going to build some a false narrative on that, and maybe that begets copycat crimes. Right. I don't know, but nobody, everybody is being political. Nobody is being is being honest.
0: Here's the problem uh, with everything we've talked about. I feel like we're nowhere near the end. You know, I feel like we're not done with Fauci on TV. We're not done with Deshaun Watson's. uh, predilections his piccadillos his fetishes we're not done with those massage therapists telling their stories and we're not done with this asian this attack on asians for whatever reason Uh, i don't think that goon that beat up the old lady was thinking she brought the virus to our shores i don't think there was a connection to the to the virus do you i mean that's not really what's leading to this is it
3: no, I don't know. But I mean, and at the same time, if you heard Ted Lieu during a hearing last week, no, I, I if, you, if you mention at all, you know, the discrimination in colleges, then the left blows their stack and says, that is not what's happening here. That's not the subject. That's not what we should be centered. Well, we have legal discrimination against Asians here. Systemic, which I thought was a, a buzzword that meant something. I mean, there is, we are we too stupid a country to do uh you know the work as they say to figure this all out i don't know there's politics Uh, opportunism
0: you're right right and uh you know it depends you know how they they will use this and they attempted to use it to blame whatever white supremacy blame trump but these videos aren't helping because i don't see a lot of proud boys bashing asians right now it's uh there's a particular um uh, um profile of those who are doing the assaults and it ain't and ain't the white supremacists but we will see i feel like it's going to happen again and again and again uh unfortunately um the the chauvin trial Derek chauvin trials uh kicking into high gear we'll talk about that tomorrow we got a an interesting guest john cardillo former nypd officer and uh, law enforcement authority and uh, and a damn good follow on twitter is following that trial it's i i fear for the uh City of Minneapolis, hell, all the cities, it's gonna get really, really bad because they're gonna make a good case. Put it that way. I don't know if he's getting acquitted, probably not, but I feel like the mob in Minneapolis isn't gonna stand for anything but complete and utter, you know, conviction on all counts and repudiation of any defense. If there is any case even being made for for you know for George Floyd O. D. and or Chauvin not. Being guilty of murder, then it's going to rile up uh, the Sharpton-led mob. Al Sharpton's there, and answer me this. Answer me this. When's the last time Al Sharpton helped a situation in any way? In any way. When does Sharpton's presence ever help anything? It's going to get yeah, doesn't, bad. But,
3: doesn't he still have a tab for that uh, the Tawana Brawley thing that he hasn't yes, paid?
0: Yes, he does. And he also has a tab for the IRS. The guy doesn't pay his taxes, nor does he pay the judgments well, that he's lost. Well, in just court. in
3: case, Jerry, you think that our criminal justice system is newly incompetent, today is the 40th anniversary of the shooting of Ronald Reagan and James wow. Brady. And his the shooter is as free as you and me, maybe even freer.
0: <laughs> right, that's true. Well, doesn't he have the? I mean, he he was his mother is still alive, correct?
3: Right, but he's not locked in with her anymore.
0: She, I mean, all right. I'm thinking that poor woman. She's like a hundred years old, and she has to have that psycho you know living with her. But
3: no, he's out. He of the
0: st- he's he's out in the street. Is he? Uh, he's out you know, in the street. <laughs> that is amazing. But uh, fortunately, you know, he didn't succeed in killing. You know. The great one. But uh, anyway, Shattuck, we will let you go. I, uh, I'm i happy for you. You're on Substack now. If you want to yes. read Tom Shattuck, you go to where? Substack slash Shattuck? How does it work?
3: TomShattuck.substack.com, and I'll have a new uh, post up there today. The, Excellent. The real, oh,
2: the real story of the bachelor uh, party that Tom Shattuck would not uh, – <laughs> <Yeah, have to laughs> I like
0: I like <laughs> what Reamer does on Substack. I mean, you know, he's a, he's a good writer, but he writes – He kind of he documents the complete mental breakdown of 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 a guy during COVID, which is his own story. He's basically coming (laughs) coming unravelled before our eyes, and he he writes about it on Substack. What are you going to write about today?
3: Today will be actually will be uh, Walensky, and the crazy scripted, uh, irresponsible, totally uh, phony and fraudulent uh, statement she uh, read on behalf of the White House yesterday.
0: Excellent. You can use my you know. uh, in comparison to like a uh, oncologist who comes in the room and he's weeping in front of you with the scans in his hands. And you're saying, I like
3: that. I'm uh, gonna this go with is, not, this pilot. is not helping Matt.
0: You're not <laughs> supposed to do that. Doctor. You're supposed to put up a bold front and make me feel better. But she's, uh, uh, the, uh, you know, she's the purveyor of panic porn now. And, uh, I guess she doesn't, uh, think there's any problem with uh uh, you know coming unglued before the american public but we will be reading that is tom shattuck you can find him on substack or you can listen to him on the bird barrel podcast thanks shattuck and thanks to dcu and allied paving and shake concrete and thanks to everybody for listening anything else uh cullinane
2: No, just uh good luck to the new company odyssey odyssey oh Oh, there it is there it is uh oh uh, something
0: intercom is now Audacity. Audace. Audacity. Is that, Odyssey, Odess, Odyssey. I'm
2: going to say it's Odyssey. We're going to have to wait for the press conference. I'm going to say Odyssey. And, and they very
0: excited changing yeah. a name. I'm not sure exactly why that how that changes anything. Is well, it like?
2: I mean, David Field said they outgrew Entercom. I mean, they just outgrew it, so you change the name. They just that's his re- that's well, his reasoning.
3: Clear Channel's brand had been pretty uh negative there for a while, so iHeart is happy. It's a happy feeling. That's true. My heart is
2: happy. Yes, so you're right. Audacity,
0: Audacity is happy name for a... Mm-hmm. A uh, flailing company that is uh, struggling on every level, and now they're going to change the name and say
2: everything's all better now. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. they they did put the effort into the logo, which looks like they made it in Microsoft Word, so that's uh, that's a good yeah, move. Thought, but you thought my was logo it. was
0: bad. You thought yeah. my logo was bad. That's that's it. <laughs> that's the yeah, logo. Looks like yeah. I don't know gold. what's
2: what's up with like the circle and the. What's that supposed what? to mean? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it's maybe it's kind of an A, and it's you audio. know what?
0: I was I was not going to listen to any Red Sox games on the radio, but now that they have a new logo and a new name, I think I'm going to sit down with a cold glass of Country Time lemonade and listen to Joe Castiglione talk about that. uh, Tell me about the Boston Red Sox. Can't name three guys on the frigging team, but uh, yeah, I'll be listening. Sure. Um, Anyway, we will leave it there. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we will do it again tomorrow.
2: Why am I stopping? You, no one else stops.
0: I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast. New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced full-bodied blend brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that. Because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or rehung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.